Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Oh. Uh. It a.m. Santa's coming to town. Oh my god! Santa here? I know him. Get her with Bull! Merry Christmas, filthy animal. And a happy new year. You did it! Congratulations! World's best cup of coffee. Great job, everybody. Great to meet you. Fragile. It must be Italian. You'll shoot your eye out! You'll shoot your eye out! If you waste that miracle, you're gonna burn for it. I know what I'm talking about. Hello, everybody, and happy holidays to all our listeners out there as we celebrate in the form of our first annual Christmas Spectacular. The gang's all here. We're getting together for this special event to talk about Christmas and everything film-related. And who knows? If you play your cards right, then we might just have a surprise or two by the end of this podcast. But let's jump into things and have a happy, jolly, open conversation. But first, in case you're new here and you don't know just who the hell we are, I'm Ed. I'm Jocelyn. I'm Andrew. I'm Justin. And I'm Corey. And welcome to a Film Effect Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas, bitches! So I don't know how the hell we're just going to, you know, we're just, we're just going to go all in on this. It's a first thing kind of event for us. It's it's Christmas. It's the holidays. We're just kind of like throwing out the script, you know, just going off cuff. And uh, we can start by just talking about Christmas and what everyone's plans are. I know me and Andrew, I can speak for the two of us. We're going to be up with our aunt and uncle and cousins and enjoying a nice homemade lasagna for Christmas dinner. Yes, that's a true story. We are having lasagna for Christmas. Don't ask shit. And I just want to point out, I just want to point out that I'm going to do absolutely fucking nothing but make old up fashions. until that moment and it's going to be great. <laughs> old fashions for everybody. <laughs> I might. I, I might start day drinking at 11 o'clock bucket. Just, just, just giving everybody context listening before you hit record, Andrew was telling us about his introduction to old fashions and how much he just loves them so much. So... I think my brother's turned a new, uh, turned a new leaf and uh, has uh, turned to drinking. Yikes! No, they're good. <laughs> I like myself to go to old fashioned. I'm, I'm in a bad this way. is a terrible <laughs> way to start the Christmas special, but who cares? This is how we roll. No, um, I mean, I like old fashions, like we discussed after or before hitting record. But yeah, that's what we're doing. We're going to our aunt and uncle's house and enjoying a nice old fashioned lasagna. Um. You know, that that's really all I know that we have going on. I mean, I know we'll wake up. Well, Andrew, you'll wake up at your house. I'll be here at home. And, uh, <laughs> we'll wake we'll up in our together. respective homes. Yes. Our respective homes, yes. <laughs> Santa Claus will come to our houses and, you know, we'll get together later on in the day. Other than that, I got nothing going on. Probably going to hang out with my daughter for a little while and then I'll take her. Or no, I get her in the afternoon. That's how it works. I was going to ask, what about Mads? 
I'll have Madeline. She'll spend the morning with her mother, and they've got a couple places they're going. And then probably around 1 or 2 o'clock, I'll grab her, and she'll hang out here, get her gifts, and then we'll get what gifts that we currently have. She, Trust me, my daughter is just... She has an expensive taste, and her mind changes constantly. And some of the things that she wants takes a little bit of time and I'm not gonna lie some of the stuff that she wanted ain't gonna be here on Christmas so you know but she knows it's coming and that's all that matters but um that's what's going on with my daughter how about you Corey and your children or your your kids sorry you have one <laughs> my one you have kid. one yes my <laughs> one ch- children old Thomas <laughs> um yeah I mean it'll be a normal Christmas for us so uh usually we split it up uh, so we'll spend Christmas Day at my brother's house. Uh, so it'll be my brother uh, and his wife and his daughter, who's the same age as my son, uh, Thomas, right. who's four. Uh, and, you know, my whole fa- my whole side of the family will be there Christmas Day. We'll just hang out, eat, uh, you know, our ham dinner at some point, open presents. Uh, and then next week, uh, right after the holiday, we're going to go to see Holly's family stay at um, Holly's mom's house. She lives in Rehoboth, so uh, her Holly and my wife and her sisters will all converge and mm-hmm. we'll all hang out there for a couple days. So we, you know, we try to split it up that way. We see everybody. Um, but yeah, I just want to say like Christmas, it, you know, I used to love when I was a kid cause I would get stuff. Uh, but as I got older, I was like, eh, you know, in my twenties and early thirties, I was like, eh, Christmas. I don't know. It's busy at work. I don't really like it anymore. You know, I like some of the movies. It's fine. I like the lights still kind of, but you know, I fell out with it, but then ever since I had my son, it's just been so much fun. It gets better every year just because he gets a little bit older because now mm-hmm. he's four. He actually, you know, understands the concept of Santa. He wants to write Santa a letter. Uh, we have the elf <laughs> on the shelf, so Tony bounces around. That's his elf's name. Oh, um, God. My daughter named hers Rapunzel because she was fascinated with Tangled when that was a movie. God, she named everything thing. Rapunzel back then. I remember. I was like, yeah. what's this? Rapunzel. We had a cat named Rapunzel. A black ass cat, Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, anyway. uh, I, I get it. I can relate. You know, you know, like for my daughter. I'm a little bit different though, because Madeline. I was pretty young when we had Madeline. I was 23, but still, I mean, Christmas. When I, I remember Christmas prior to having a daughter, like I still longed for it, not as much as I did as a child. Obviously, you know, it's, and even today, like. I don't know. I really enjoy the holiday. It comes and goes, though. I feel like we just have all this, like, buildup of months of anticipation all for one day that comes and goes like like that. And I still enjoy it. It just, I don't know. Christmas overall puts me in a good mood. Like, it's really hard for me to have a Christmas and be, like, in a pissy, foul mood. This is one day where everyone's meant to be, you know closer together I know it's like it's a commercial holiday and stuff like that I get all that I do but I, I like to just kind of dig a little deeper and 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 just the, the sentiment of everything and everyone being kind and love and all that stuff I know it sounds cheesy as shit coming out of my mouth right now but I mean it and that's how I feel about Christmas like I just one day of the year where like I feel everyone should just get a pass and just be good to each other and I just I always feel good on Christmas I wake up Christmas morning and I'm like it's Christmas you know and it's, it's just that that feeling I, you know it'll never go away it's always going to be a part of me I feel I just want to say like 
there are a lot of people that like argue what what's the best holiday or whatever but like christmas has always been number one on my list there's i don't think i've ever woken up on christmas and not had just a therapeutically beautiful day yeah you know whether it's you know being able to be with the family to, Gifts are one thing. I don't really care about gifts. I've never really cared about gifts, honestly. I mean, I'm, I'm very Christian, obviously, really but that, that's gifts, never exactly. been. The, that's never been like the top priority. Like the fact that everybody is together and everything, it just like goes according to plan every year, and I and I thoroughly enjoy that. So, you know, it's it's my favorite holiday because of the camaraderie, if you will. And so. you're speaking from an outside perspective because of the five of us, you're the only one without children. I don't have a child now, but I do have a family, and that's what well, I guess I feed off of with that. <laughs> I get it. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm well connected with my family. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Jocelyn, how about you? What's going on with you on Christmas, you and the family? Uh, we So, actually, this is our first normal Christmas since 2019. What does that mean? Um, uh, just because of COVID and everything. Uh, okay. So... Last, you know, my my son was like high risk. He had uh, respiratory issues uh, oh, when he was younger, okay. so we had to be really, really, really careful with like COVID and everything. His doctors advised us to like, you know, not to get together with family and stuff. So we didn't. And then and last year they were back in school, and we get a freaking phone call like the day before Christmas Eve saying that one of the kids close to our kids in school they had been exposed and i'm like great so yeah the christmas eve i had to go get them tested and we couldn't get together with family so um so anyway it's just it's nice this year we actually get to like have like our you know this is like our post-covid you know normal christmas together in what like three three years years. it's crazy to even think about that yeah so um but we're we're doing a lot of the same stuff we did the last couple of years. Just we're actually going to be able to like be with family this time. Um, so we normally go. Uh, we started this tradition a couple of years ago. We go to dangerously dangerously delicious pies, and we always get two savory pies and one sweet pie, and that is that's our Christmas dinner. What is it? They're so good. Oh God. So wait, wait. good. Down in Canton. Uh, it's called Dangerously Delicious Pie. Where are you can't. I've never some. heard of this place. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, you got to check it I out. I mean, hearing cool yeah. expression it's... just makes me want to go fucking order one right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know um, uh, Miss Mary works there. Her brother actually is. <laughs> it, well, Sorry. I know you guys don't work there. <laughs> you know, I know you don't yeah, know Ms. her. Yeah, no, um, Miss Mary. Miss Mary. Call her Miss Mary. Miss Mary. Her. She's just like she's a uh, a real close family friend of okay. ours, so we always um that's why we we choose to go there just to support local, you know, businesses and stuff like that, especially you know during the holidays and everything. So mm. um so yeah, that's I mean we look forward to that. Um, I have family coming this time, and they're actually bringing like a dish and everything, and I'm excited for the kids. Like you know, it's. I don't know. Like, like Corey was saying, like, I've always loved Christmas. My, my dad used to hype up Christmas like crazy when I was younger. But, um, after you have your own kids, it's, it's just like a whole new experience, you know? Yeah. I mean, you just see things through your kids' Mm -hmm. eyes and like, like I've said before. Yeah. And my, my daughter is the epitome of a Grinch. Like her and Greg are like (laughs) total Grinches. (laughs) 
Yeah, and Gunner, like I've said before, he is like a who from Whoville. Like he loves Christmas. Like, like we leave our Christmas lights up all year round because they're white and they just blend in with our, you know, like our outside porch. So you can't really like see them. Well, that's like, not the most Dundalk like, thing I've heard today. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I don't like getting up on that 10-foot ladder and putting that shit up every I'm year. There, all up. There, um, there are so many people listening right now like, Dundalk, what is that? I know, right? Um. Anyway, so it was like the middle of July and my neighbor was like, um, why are your Christmas lights on? And I look out and Gunner had turned them on in the middle of July. And he's like, because I just wanted it to be Christmas. Christmas like, in July. It was just so cute. Yeah. That's so, great. But, um... Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. And, yeah. you know, we spend a lot of our time, you know, just us four as a family. So we make time for that, like just our downtime and stuff. And um, so, I have a niece and nephew this year, too, now. Yes, that's so right. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. Well, my nephew wasn't here. My niece was here last year, but we didn't get together at Christmas. So I'm actually, I'm hosting my brother and my sister both over um with their significant others and my my niece and nephew so it's gonna be nice i get to have you know i got them all matching pajamas and stuff all the cousins <laughs> so they'll, you know i'll have the cousin You're squad and people. everything yeah well just you yeah, know no, for the my kids. son we, it's okay yeah like our family gets matching pajamas but then i want it like the cousins to all have matching ones you know it's a big deal so basically so, you I guys are hosting to, an open door policy the whole entire holiday for everyone to come and go right Kind of. We know. I mean, we have set times, so it doesn't get oh, like, okay. you know, too many people in our house. So, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited this year, especially with my niece and nephew and my my kids. As you should be. You know, I, I just I want to start memories that like I had when I was younger with you. Know, I mean, you know, like Smith and Kramer, how close we were and stuff. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I I want that for my kids. So. And I want to say, too, you just talked about Madeline's first Christmas. And it just blows my mind to think about. Because her first Christmas, actually, us four all spent New Year's that yeah, year. Year. Do remember remember that? year. Do you remember that? You guys yeah. did over two years in a row, yeah. actually. Well, yeah, because Greg was like, Greg brought that up the other day because he had saw her um, birthday post. And he was like, oh, my God. He's like, didn't we spend like her first Christmas like it was the four of us got together on New Year's and I was like mm-hmm. yeah like it just blows my mind thinking about how long ago that was, that a was. Ago. So. yeah <laughs> right yeah it's crazy Justin man of the hour how about you and your family what's going on with you guys <laughs> am I the man of the hour I don't know you're the last person to speak up so I'm like you know what I'm calling the man of the hour <laughs> um, I'm being ours is low-key we do the same thing every year there's not much of us left at this point so what does that mean Christmas- guys dying off or something well, it sounds like, dark as shit, dying what shit? yeah yeah no, I, I mean like my both of my parents are gone at oh this okay point. i got you we don't have a lot of aunts and uncles so um, you're talking about the direct family like you and the kids like we're all you know yeah no, no. um so it's not like a, a huge family gathering but like we'll go over my mother-in-law's on christmas eve and my wife's aunt and uncle will come over there and my mother-in-law will give the kids their stuff on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, my mother-in-law and my brother-in-law 
and my sister and nephew come over our house and we do Christmas at our house. So that's it. Nothing nothing fancy. fancy. No? Nothing, no, nothing like cage, us, like a, the like. like a lasagna dinner, nothing like that. I used to. That's funny. We used to do lasagna on. Um, we would do it on on Christmas and on Thanksgiving <laughs> because I didn't like I didn't like turkey. So my mom was like that. Like I don't. Somehow we settled on lasagna. I don't even remember how it started. And um, a friend of mine texted who I haven't seen in a, in a few years. Actually, that guy Cole saw um, Annihilation with us. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, he um, he texted me. He goes, "Did you have your lasagna for Thanksgiving this year?" And I was, like, no, I haven't haven't had that in a few years. Now. So, um, yeah, so it's not. It, it's at least. I mean, maybe it's still odd, but you're not the only one. Who did it, so, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that makes. I mean, that's you know, same here. Um, just basic, you know. Um. Hang on a second, guys. I like it. Like I hear about people who, who like have to get on planes and go see family, and just like that just sounds horrible. Like I'm, you know, maybe some people enjoy doing that. That just sounds like my mother-in-law lives ten minutes away. My sister lives about 20, 25 minutes away. Like it's just convenient, you right. know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sounds pretty similar. All of us, you know, just family hanging out. Most of us have kids, so. Like we said, you know, it's pretty much now the attention's been, you know, turned to them at this point of, of, of things. So, but overall, you know, like I said, uh, at, the, at the top of this uh, segment, yeah, I just, I long for the day because I just, it's, it's just a day where I know I'm going to be in a good mood. Most or everyone that I know is also sharing the same sentiment you know for the most part unless someone's got shit going on or no one's perfect um but yeah and then you know real quick too something i've always this is this is kind of the part where i connect music to my personal life like i don't even know why i'm bringing this up but like every since like middle school like 97 or 98 to be exact whenever ben folds five brick came out the first lyrics of that song is, you know, 6 a.m. day after Christmas. And every morning after Christmas, I listen to that song and I'm like, oh, the day is over. It's like, I don't know what it is about the day after Christmas, but like, it's just a, pr- a depressing day for me personally. Cause it's like, and you just have and to deal Christmas, with the cold winter at that exactly. point. Exactly. <laughs> it's like Christmas just came and went. All that build up for like, you know, you, you would think it's like this big, long, jolly event. It's like just for one day. And that day comes and goes because that's how life is. The older you get, the quicker everything becomes. And it's like Christmas is no different. And it's the next morning. I always find myself popping on Ben Folds 5, listening to Brick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Real quick before, I don't know if we're going to move on, but I just wanted to bring up something like that just came into my head as we were talking. And I know you can relate, Ed. So, like, I still work in retail. Uh, you know, I'm a manager at a grocery store, uh, but we're closed on Christmas Day, so it's cool. It's not that big a deal. Mm-hmm. But I was just flashing back to the video store days. When we uh, were open on when Christmas. We were open. And I yeah. just remember, and the reason it popped into my head is you were, like, saying how every Christmas Day you're in a good mood. I remember those couple years I worked, because I worked, I think, two years, maybe three years. It was definitely two I, I, years. I put in a few holidays on, you know, pulling in a fucking blockbuster and, shift myself. I get it. 
Yeah, and I worked on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving didn't bother me as much. I remember I ate and then went into work. It was fine. But Christmas, I just remember I woke up that morning. I still opened presents because I was still a teenager at that time. I was like 18 or whatever, mm-hmm. 17. But I just remember my soul was crushed that day <laughs> when I had to go to work. <laughs> it just sucked. And, you know, I've never... That's crazy. I've never <laughs> felt like this, but oh, yeah. I really hated all the people that came into the store that day. So did I. Oh my god, fucking so did I. I, I would, especially the ones that would comment. Oh, you gotta work on Christmas, man. It sucks. It's like yeah, because of you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I like I've never been like that. Like I'm always appreciative that you know the customers are paying my salary, but that day I'm like motherfucker. Because especially back then, because everybody got DVD players, because it was like oh, yeah. 2002 or whatever, uh-huh. 2003. Everybody wanted to go rent a DVD because, you know, I guess they weren't smart enough to buy a fucking DVD to watch with the DVD player. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I just re- call back to those. Those were like the worst Christmases because I like missed. I remember I closed, I think, two of them and I like missed my big family Christmas party that we used to have. And it just one sucked. year. Yeah. One year. I remember I had to close on Christmas Eve and there was a big family party that I also missed out on that I was just in a, just a huge bummer over uh, Thanksgiving. I always lucked out. Granted, my first shift was on Thanksgiving. That was the only time at Blockbuster I actually had to work on Thanksgiving, though. I always, every year, lucked out and was off. Um, Christmas was a different, like I said, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I put in my fair share of shifts. Um, yeah. It was a bummer. But yeah, and even like today, like not literally today, but like this, this, you know, now that I'm older, and I go to like, I know there's places that are still open on Christmas, you know, places that really can't afford to be closed, like gas stations and convenience stores oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm always as fucking just, I, I just put myself in their shoes and I'm just is I'm, maybe I'm always nice to people and shit when I go to stores like that. But like, I kind of amp it up on Christmas because I just feel for them in a way. It's like, I know, you know, they don't care because they, well, some of them, maybe they do care, but they know what they're getting into, you know what I mean? You get a job at a gas station or whatever, you know you're going to be working on select holidays because there's no room for closure. So, you know, it, but it doesn't change the fact that it's Christmas and they're still working. So, and I know, stop, I know people are listening to probably like, what's a gas station? Some of them people aren't even American. They don't even celebrate Christmas. I get it, but still, it's like holiday. We're in America. We celebrate Christmas and well, most of us do. And it still sucks one way or another. So, but yeah. Um, but you know, this is a movie podcast. We talk about film, hence the name. So Christmas movies. Let's talk about those favorite Christmas movies. Um, and don't you dare say die hard. (laughs) No. Um, I don't know. We can just go around Robin with this. It's fun. Talk about whatever movies like particular favorites that stand out. I know we're going to be covering one gremlins. I fucking love Gremlins. It's like one of my go-to favorite Christmas movies. Um, that and of course Christmas Vacation. Um, check out previous episode. That's right. how about Christmas Vacation. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of all the like the major Christmas movies. You got Christmas Vacation, Christmas Story. I guess I can throw Elf in there. For me, um, Home Alone is at the top of the list. Home Alone is but probably I mean, my favorite. That are like centered on Christmas because I was bad Santa. Well, no, no, no. I'm get what I'm getting at is like of all the big mainstream Christmas movies, like what what is what do you think is the best? So, a Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, Elf, 
the Santa Claus. We'll we'll consider them our like main four Christmas films. What's your favorite? You got to pick one. Personally, I'm going Christmas Vacation. That holds the most. I'm like most like I don't know. Like I'm I'm closest to that movie. Like I grew up watching it. Is my mom's favorite movie for like it still is. You know, but it's the most quotable of the batch. I would say Christmas Vacation is my number one, followed by oh, Elf and a Christmas Story for me are like neck and neck. I'm probably going to say a Christmas Story and then Elf, really close again, and then Santa Claus. Personally, I would say Santa Claus 2 over Santa Claus 1, but for the sake of conversation, we're going with just the original. So those are my, that's how I would break that down. How about you, Jocelyn? Um, I would definitely say Christmas Vacation. Just like you said, there's there's just way too many like one-liners that I don't know how many times like I've watched that movie and they still make me it's... crack up laughing. Yeah. Like it, Yeah, it's just something that sticks and it's it's just I've probably watched it four times just this season already. I would just you know, watched it Friday night wrapping presents and stuff again and I, it still just makes me crack up laughing so that would be like my number one if I had to pick like another one it would have to be um, a Christmas story and that's mainly just because um, it was my you know my mom passed away 11 years ago so you know I have a lot of like Christmas is hard for me sometimes you know I, I have a lot of like memories with my mom and stuff and that was her favorite Christmas movie ever so the rule in my house on Christmas is we watch a Christmas story from the time we wake up till the time we go to bed and we throw in Christmas vacation once or twice in there during the day. So that's, you know, just a nice little way to, you know, remember my mom on Christmas just to have that in the background playing. So I act- that would be my pick. That's actually, I like that because that's actually well, after everyone else goes, I'm, Christmas. I have a, another question asked that pertains to uh, that pertains to Christmas story. So, um, Corey, we'll go with you next. Don't you dare say Home Alone. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris. Uh, I like Christmas Story. I think it got worn out for me with the marathon. I think I just watched it too fucking much. Um, especially you know, like when they first started doing the marathon. I forget what year it was, but it's like ninety five or ninety six. <clears throat> Yeah, like the first several years when I was uh, like in middle school and then even in high school, I remember having it on all night and like I'd wake up on Christmas Eve and it'd be on. I would always wake up to it Christmas morning. Yeah, it it just wore me out on it. Like, I mean, honestly, it would probably be higher if I hadn't seen it. Like, I'd probably seen that more than any other Christmas movie. So, uh, but easily number one out of the ones to choose from is Christmas Vacation. I mean, to me, Christmas Vacation... And I know Homeland's not on the list, but that's like 1A, 1B for me. Either of those two are my favorite. I watch those two every year. Uh, so Christmas Vacation is definitely at the top. And then probably Christmas Story. And then Elf and Santa Claus are kind of tied. To me, I don't necessarily consider them classics. I mean, they're good, but I, I don't, you know, I, I don't consider them on the same level as the ones at the top of my list. I like Elf, but Will Ferrell can be fucking annoying in parts of that movie. Um, but it's charming, I, and I I love Jimmy Con. Jimmy Con in that movie is just yes, he's on every scene. Like he is fucking like, a tier in that movie. Who would love you? Yeah, I such just, an asshole, but I love him. 
every line is like perfect from him in that movie. And then um, Santa Claus, I actually rewatched that last week. Uh, my son and I started watching it, and then I finished it. And uh, it was actually a lot better than I remember. I, I didn't really expect a whole lot because I hadn't seen it in a long time. We saw the um, first two together in the theaters. Yeah, and I remember liking it back then, but I, it had been a while since I had seen it. Um, but, I, you know, we rewatched I was a huge Tim Allen fan. I liked Home Improvement, so uh, I was like, you know, I I remember liking it. So I watched it. It was better, it was better than I remember. I, I'll give it that. It was pretty good, but it's still... Like, that and Elf, to me, that's kind of... They're like three and four they they can be interchangeable to me they're both kind of not anywhere close to christmas story and um christmas vacation at the top well because elf turns 20 next year and in the last 20 years we did um i I feel your mom was with us my mom was with us it was it was my mom you me and my ex and andrew um but yeah the um elf you know like i said it turns 20 next year and it's it's a massive Christmas movie over all the years. It's it's kind of funny like to see it like just grow in popularity over the years and shit. And, and you know, um, dating back to seeing it that cold November cold November morning of two thousand three, and it's just kind of like seeing how much it's gained popularity. And it's funny you mentioned Will Ferrell. I'm not a Will Ferrell fan for the life of me. I just can't stand the gimmick the act whatever it is about him like even back when like everyone was quoting the shit out of Anchorman I was just sitting there with my arms crossed like no but I give him a pass on Elf Elf is the one film I give Will Ferrell a pass because it's just the film just works it works with his character his gimmick if you will um and it just makes the most sense um for him to do that shtick for the entire 90 odd minutes so you know it's forgivable it's still over the years uh, I think Elf gets better every time I watch to be honest with you granted I haven't actually watched it it's been a few years since I sat down and watched Elf but um, it's definitely a movie over time that I still you know will find myself quoting or whatever so real quick uh, before we move on off of Elf I just want to mention too the effects in the beginning of that movie are really cool like they use like forced perspective. Forced perspective, make it, yes. Yeah, to make everybody look like elves and Will Ferrell look big, and then like they built all those sets, and then they had like the Rankin Bass looking animation yeah. and stuff like that. So I'll give the movie props for that too. Like that was all really cool. Hey, like, the way buddy. They, sorry like, the about way your said, father. Whatever yeah. he says. Yeah. Bye, Mr. Norwall. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love uh, all the beginning scenes. It, it looks really cool, and then you get the shitty CG. Uh, snowball scene but you know at the beginning it's good <laughs> oh that's what he says hope you find your father not sorry about your father hey, yeah. so long buddy hope you find your father but yeah um uh justin kind of curious to hear your uh rankings of these four films never seen them Just I, I hate them all <laughs> I, I, of the four there is one i haven't seen so um i wonder um, which one but number one I said, I wonder which one. Yeah, we'll we'll get to it. <laughs> um, number one for me is a Christmas story. That's just that's the one I grew up on. You know, I was about ten or so when that came out. Um, saw it in the theater, loved it, and um, 
I yeah, I don't mind the marathon because I don't sit and watch it from start to finish. I, I might like watch it start to finish one time, but yeah, I don't think I ever watched it from I, start to finish during the marathon growing up. It was always bits and pieces. Yeah, 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 there's some years where I'll just catch like a piece of it here, mm-hmm. and then a couple hours later I'll catch another piece, and like it's fun watching it that way at this point because I've seen it so many times anyway. Um, so it, and plus I just think it's a very well made movie. Like I, I I'm a Bob Clark fan. So oh yeah. yeah. Um, I think he's he's ridiculously underrated. Black Christmas, um, baby. Black Christmas is great. Like he he's got way more shit than he has good stuff. But the stuff of his that's good is so <laughs> fucking good. There's like four baby geniuses. Style, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. But th- he's got like four movies that I that I just absolutely adored so I, i'm a bob clark like porky's and a christmas story fun I, I think porky's is a masterpiece and i'm not <laughs> like being facetious or like i think porky's the fact that that's considered just a dumb tna movie bugs the shit out of me that's like one of my biggest like movie pet peeves I like because Port, to me Port, and i know you guys probably aren't going to agree with this but to me porky's i'm not going to say it's as well I, fuck it i'm going to say it's as good as in my opinion like Fast Times and Days of Confused. I think it belongs. I think it belongs in the conversation with those movies. Full disclaimer: This good. is the guy who thinks Heretic Exorcist Two is a masterpiece. That's right. I see <laughs> things in these things. This is why we love Justin to death. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't totally disagree with you on that, but I would say like Fast Times is like S tier, and like Porky's probably like A tier. Like it's not far behind, but yeah, I wouldn't put it at the same. Bro, level. I'm, su- I'm surprised Justin's out over here saying Rhinestone was robbed of a Best Picture uh, Oscar. <laughs> I, now here's the thing, I fucking love Rhinestone. I know you do. But it's a horrible, <laughs> but it's a horrible movie. I recognize it's a piece of shit, but I mean I, that's what's so good about it. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, here's one. I let. Start to finish. Here's one for you. Where are you at on loose cannons? I don't think I've ever seen no? loose cannons, but I would. Buy Is it that possible I've uh, seen an old time film that you haven't? I mean, I might old have time. saw it when it first came out. Of old time. Film. It's a 1990 it. movie. It's a fucking silent film. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me. Yeah, I mean, it's possible I saw it, but like, if if I watched it tomorrow, it would be like seeing it for the first time. Like, I don't remember. Oh my fucking god. Not only did he do Baby Geniuses, but he did the sequel too, and that was his final film. That was his final film. That's what did him in. Whoa! (laughs) I never knew that. I know he did Baby Geniuses because it blows my mind that the guy made one of the most classic Christmas movies and then one of my favorite uh, slasher films as well. I legit forgot about Baby Geniuses, but he did both of them. Damn. But see, Baby Geniuses are like movies. I, I think I've sat through one of them. But like I can watch them. The I can't claim way. that one, my friend. You got that one over me. Like, <laughs> like the same way that I watch like Loquisha or something like that. Like you know, I I know it's awful, but there's some. It's like picking out a scab or something. Like I can't turn away. I, I gotta <laughs> just watch it. Oh, that's oh, so great. Uh, Andrew, we haven't heard from you of the four films. If you can remember them, what is what is, what is your ranking? Uh, number one is Christmas Story. Oh, I just think it's a fucking masterpiece. Honestly, like I, I love watching that film, and I feel like the older I get, the more I appreciate the twenty-four hour marathon. Because much like Justin said, like you can turn it on at any point and still thoroughly enjoy whatever the hell is going on. Because the film is just fantastic. 
So, uh, number one will be that. Number two will be Christmas Vacation. Film's genius. Absolute. It, it's probably, honestly, my favorite vacation film. So. Oh, it's definitely um, mine. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've seen it so many times, and I had, I'm, you know, our mother is so close with that film, and we've watched it so many times with her, so it just brings a sentimental value to me that's, you know. I get it. Um, number three, I mean, God, I'm just not a big fan of the last two films, <laughs> but I do, I do like Elf. I'll give it to Elf. I had fun watching Elf. I don't have fun watching Santa Claus. I probably haven't seen that film in like 20 years. I just don't like Tim Allen. I'm not a big fan of his at all. You know, it's um, funny. I'm a I'm more of a fan of the Santa Claus. I probably need to go back one. and rewatch. I probably need to go back and rewatch it. I might be knocking that for absolutely no reason. I'm just not a big Tim, Tim Allen film, and I have Man. no recollection of like thoroughly enjoying that movie when I was growing up at all. And I want to give a special shout out to Bad Santa. I like Bad Santa. Bad Santa, oh, Bad is fucking great. phenomenal. Bad Santa is my favorite Christmas film outside of A Christmas Story. I should say Christmas Story probably still gets the, the mantle, but Bad Santa would definitely be number two I for was me. just thinking it's about so that good. the other day, and it's funny, too, because I haven't actually sat down and watched Bad Santa in probably about seven to eight years. It's been that long. Um, I, but I, for the life of me, I, when that film came out, I saw it like three times in the theater. I bought the DVD and just watched it relentlessly because it was weird as shit. They put that movie out on DVD like in the middle of summertime in like 2004. So yeah, I got it weird. and just watched it. Didn't even care about the fact that I'm watching a Christmas movie in the middle of the summer. Did not phase me one bit. Because I don't know about you guys, and I guess this is probably a good segue to you know talk about like when or if there is like an appropriate time to watch holiday movies or whatever. Like for for me personally, I'll I'll, I'll start things off. Um, Christmas Vacation. As much as I love it, it's my favorite of the batch. I can't watch it outside of December, November, like that time of year. It's weird for me. Um, even though I know, you know, it's 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 like one of my all-time favorite movies in general. I just can't watch it until Christmas. Same thing with like my all-time favorite movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I cannot watch that movie outside of Thanksgiving, and that includes the holidays. It's like I, it's like a weird like time frame. Like, of course, I'll watch it out time, outside of that time frame, but, like, it's just not the same. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, that's I agree That's with how you. I am with Vacation. Um, Elf, no, I've, I've watched that throughout the year. I, that doesn't, you know, phase me. I don't think I've ever watched The Christmas Story or even attempted to watch it outside of Christmas, so that doesn't really, you know, make... I guess I'm just talking about Vacation, uh, for that matter. Um, it's just, like I said, as much as I love it, I can't watch it outside of, you know, November, December, that time of year. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm the same way. I don't watch is Christmas anybody, movies. Right. So, around okay, any, is anybody else, you know, chime in, please? Uh, Jocelyn. I mean, I don't necessarily... <laughs> or Andrew. And then Jocelyn. Sorry, I, I spoke out of frame. No, Jocelyn's um, muted, so we'll let, we'll let you talk first, Andrew. Okay. Um, by the way, I mean, like, no, I don't. I don't really feel like watching a Christmas movie in July. It's it's about the festivity, you know. Like, I just don't like doing Christmas shit in July. I don't like watching planes changing automobiles in February. <laughs> like, I'm just not a big fan of watching 
festive films when it's not festive time, mm-hmm. I guess. No, it makes perfect sense. That's how I am, too. And I'm yeah, not, like, horribly I, against it or horribly offended by it. I just, in a personal manner... Right, it's personal. It. I got it. That's how I am. Jocelyn? Yeah, I was sitting there talking away. Didn't yeah, it's happened to me numerous times, so... <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I was like, I was like, no, go ahead, Andrew. It's okay. No one's listening to me. Why is <laughs> no one responding to me right now? <laughs> um. See, now, I'm. we're the weird bunch because, like... July comes around is like ungodly hot out and I'm just like we'll just throw on the Santa Claus series and just watch it I mean we won't watch like Christmas Vacation or Christmas Story but like we'll hardcore watch like all the Santa Claus movies and I don't know I I think it's just because it's like you know it's like almost like halfway there kind of thing and it just gets us a little hyped and a little excited right yeah, and there are definitely people out there who celebrate Christmas in July. I mean, I respect it. I'm just not one of them people. So, um, Justin, what's your opinion on movies around the holidays and outside of the holidays and such? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think I, re- I don't go out of my way to watch a Christmas movie outside of December. Um, I'm not necessarily against it, but holiday movies definitely hit better when it's around. It's the same thing if I watch halloween in you know april as opposed to if i watch it in october it just hits different in october so um same thing with christmas movies i you know i don't go out of my way to avoid them but i don't go out of my way to watch them. yeah it's funny you mentioned that because my two favorite all-time halloween movies like the hollow the halloween holiday not the, the franchise but like are halloween <laughs> the, the original carpenters and trick-or-treat and Halloween, I watch that song, bitch, any time of the year. In fact, when we yeah. covered the series two years ago, whatever it was, we did that first film in April. So, but um, Trick or Treat, same thing like Christmas Vacation. I can't watch it outside of the holiday. It's weird. Trick or Treat is a movie I can only watch during the Halloween season. But Halloween, it doesn't matter what time of the year it is. I watch that movie happily, <laughs> you know? So. It just depends on the movie, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, that earlier I wanted to bring something up to, uh, that that Corey started that I thought was a good segue. Home Alone? No, not Home Alone. It's something that <laughs> you mentioned. Hey. You probably didn't even know you were talking about it. And real it quick, just, what's up? Real quick, Home Alone related. I want to know if I'm the only one on this island. I want to take a vote. Who thinks Home Alone is a Christmas movie? I vote it Christmas. Is. I never well, said why the it fuck wasn't. Did you just say it wasn't? Because it didn't pertain to what I was asking, dude. I was asking like straight up Christmas, like movies centered around Christmas. As much as Home but Alone is a Christmas movie, it's not about the Christmas <laughs> holiday. It's about a boy who fucking gets he's home alone. The I title disagree. of the movie. I disagree. Is it just happens to fall on Christmas time. I disagree. Okay, Jocelyn's with me. Thank you. I'm not alone. I s- I see what I mean, you're both, I see what you're both saying, but I think Ed was asking specifically pertains to like Christmas, you know, like Santa Claus. Mar- yeah, shit like Santa that. Claus is so, in home alone. He gives him mitts. God damn it! He's I'm not there. talking about Max from Armageddon giving <laughs> Kevin McAllister a fucking mint. You know, I'm talking about Christmas. Like, god damn it! It it was. 
it was a confusing subcategory. I'll give you that. Like, I can see why nobody knew. I need to like play some like blurbs from our little argument that I was gonna that I cut so people get an idea of what was going on behind the scenes. The goal of the the mother was to get home to her son for Christmas. Jocelyn, you are not helping the conversation. Stay out of it. (laughs) I have a question for you, Ed. Do you consider planes, trains, and automobiles a Thanksgiving Abs film? Absolutely. It is about Thanksgiving. Thank you. The There's nothing Thanksgiving. About... There's nothing Thanksgiving about <laughs> the... it. Are you kidding me? The movie's about candy and Martin getting get home, home for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It was about do, do Thanksgiving. Do you know what they're trying to do in Home Alone? <laughs> do you know what they're trying to do in Home Alone? Literally the fucking same no. shit. <laughs> it's not the same. Die Hard is not a Christmas film, but Home Alone is 100% a Christmas Thank film. You. Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Die Hard is not though, and I will so argue that two, a lot. It, it is there's not. two types of Christmas movies. There's actual Christmas movies, and there's movies that take place at Christmas. And Home Alone Home is Alone. an actual Christmas movie. But Home, but the entire aesthetic of Home Alone is Christmas. Literally every orifice of it. I don't get. Yes, the same I understand where you come from. Ed. Buzz or feeling in me that I get. You know, I don't get the same feeling watching Home Alone that I do like watching one of the four films that I mentioned before in the in the the, the rankings. I disagree. When he's lighting the candles and the music's playing and he's getting ready to face off against Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, that's fucking heartfelt. And at the end, when the mom comes home, that's heartfelt too. So thank you. It's Christmas. Anyway, we can move on. <laughs> what about Home Alone 2? Home Alone 2 is the same exact fucking movie, just with Cedric, who can't count as tips in public. <laughs> I like this Home Alone 2. It's just the same movie. The father. I do too. I prefer Home yeah, Alone 2 like to the first. One. That's me. I'm weird, but I don't know. I've always liked the second one more. Um. Anyway, earlier what I was going to say, question, next question. Um... And we're going back to a Christmas story and the marathon. So what I wanted to ask you guys is, did your fandom of a Christmas story, and Justin, you kind of already answered this, so I guess I'm not even going to ask you this question, but I'll tell everybody else, Do did your love and appreciation for a, a Christmas story have anything to do with the marathon that started off 25 odd years ago? Like, for me, I can say it definitely did. Like, before, if it weren't for that TNT marathon starting, I probably would have, yeah, I would have seen it once or twice, but it wouldn't, definitely wouldn't be, you know, the movie it is that I that I feel it is today, you know, whenever it's, it's not like one of the main, it wouldn't have been one of the main major Christmas films to me that it is if it weren't for that marathon. I think TNT, Ted Turner and his company did that movie a service. That's just my personal opinion. I pass the floor. I pass the mic to Corey. What do you think about that? What is your take on Christmas Story and the marathon, and and how it pertains to, you know, fandom? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah, I definitely agree with what you said about it propelling it higher. I don't think it would be nearly as loved and, I guess, ubiquitous. <laughs> around the holidays if mm-hmm. it wasn't for the marathon just because it was a cult movie before yeah. that you know like it had fans but it was a cult thing more than like now it's a it's a pop culture it's a beloved yeah. holiday movie it's, it's as big as it's a wonderful yeah. life or you know one of the classics yeah it is yeah so i definitely 
think it propelled it because I remember when it started, I had never seen it before the marathon. I, I, the first time I saw it was on TNT or whatever it was, TBS and <clears throat> the marathon. So, but for me personally, it's kind of like a bar graph spike. Like I really loved it at first and I kept watching it for years. And then I watched it so many times. I just lost interest. So like, if you imagine the bar, like the, like little bar going all the way up and then shooting all the way back down. <laughs> That's kind of how it affects me. It's just, I've seen it so many times. It's just, there's a few movies like that. And I've just seen them so many times. I just, I, I don't know. It's like when you eat something good, but you eat too much of it and it kind of makes you sick. <laughs> and then the thought of taking another bite is going to make you puke. It's like when you drink kinda, too much eggnog, you love it yeah, so much, you can't how, stop drinking it. It's kind of how I am with that movie because I've watched it so many times. I know the ins and outs so much. I've It's in my subconscious because it was on so much when I would sleep on Christmas Eve. I just, it, it doesn't interest me anymore. And I'm not saying it's bad. It's still, like, I still ranked it high, obviously. It's still a classic, but and I'll watch it with my son at some point. But it, as far as me actually watching it, I haven't watched it in years. I, I've just seen it so many times. You know, real quick before I move on to uh, Jocelyn and let her speak on this on the matter, uh, I just want to say real quick that there's nothing. Whenever I'm watching a Christmas story, nothing makes me happier than that end scene when um, um, Darren Gavin and what's her what's her name? Melinda Dillon. Melinda Dillon are sitting there in the living room with the Christmas tree, just brightly lit. That's the only source of light. And it starts, it's snowing outside, and we wish you a Merry Christmas starts playing, and the credits start to roll. Like, I don't know what it is about that, those final, like, two, three minutes of that movie, but, like, it just puts the biggest smile on my face, and it makes me, it, it just, I don't know, it's like, man, this, it just feels like it's truly Christmas now whenever I see that scene. It's, I don't know what it is about that scene. Maybe I'm just weird, but I don't know. It just stands out. So, but uh, Jocelyn, how did how does a Christmas story and it's a TNT marathon? Um, what's your take on it? Um, it's like I said, it was my mom's favorite Christmas That's movie. Right. That's right. So, um, movie came out in '83. I was born in '85. So, um, you know, it. it I've been was, with you. Your I literally life. grew right, up right, on it. it. <laughs> Yeah, like I remember watching it with like my grandparents to my mom when I was younger and stuff too. So, yeah, um, you know, obviously we were still like kids when it started on the TBS. Yeah. But, you know, once I got out and about on my own and, you know, started, you know, when Greg and I got married and we had like our own Christmas traditions and stuff. Um, it was definitely something that, you know, I held on to and and watch every single year. I mean, I, it probably drives Greg a little crazy, but he knows it's sentimental to me, so he just puts up with it. So. I gotcha. Um, like I said, Justin, it, it was your favorite movie, like you said earlier. We talked about it, or your, your rankings of the, the movie. But, uh, Andrew, how about you? Yeah, in my oh, perfect, go on. Real quick, real quick, in my perfect world, uh, both Davin, uh, Mc, McGavin, uh, what's Space on his last name? Darren McGavin and um, and Melinda Dillon both would have won Oscars for that movie. I think they're both that Espe- good. Especially, especially well, I was going to say, especially uh, Darren Gavin. I, uh, see, I love Melinda Dillon in that movie so much. But, I mean, they're they, both They great. are, they they're are. Both, like, who, 
like what was that? Ben Kingsley for Gandhi that year. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. That's definitely the father from Home Alone. And I don't remember who was best actress that year, so I can't speak to that. But I think they're both that good in that movie. Yeah. Andrew, what's your comment on the matter? I mean, I, I've always thoroughly enjoyed it. Obviously, I grew up watching the marathon. So that's, that's where you came from. As far as, as, from, that right. <clears throat> as far as to my knowledge, the marathon has been on as far as I've had cognizant memory. And I'm not really sure when the contract went through with Ted Turner and, you know, obviously that whole thing. You were like seven but, or eight when that started. Okay. Because it was, it was. But either, either way, like, I, I just, I, I don't remember, like, a time in my life where I didn't wake up and just watch that movie. Same. Or watch it sometime throughout the day. And, and I used to. I'm a big basketball fan, don't get me wrong. So, basketball is something that I try to watch, like, throughout the day of Christmas. But Christmas Story is something I always dedicate, like, an hour and a half to. What is that? That movie's, like, what? An hour and a half, well, literally. They, they make it two hours ball. with the commercials and stuff. So. But. What I'm sure, saying sure, sure. is, uh, I feel I, and I feel like on Christmas you don't actually ever sit there and watch it in. No, full. no one does. Like you, there's so much going on. It's like you just you watch it throughout the day, but it's broken up in the pieces. Like you catch it at different Look, times. I love the fact that it was always start. It started on Christmas Eve at eight o'clock because I would just let it play overnight. I, I would sleep, fall asleep to it, you know, and wake up and it would be yeah. still playing at whatever random scene. We'll see. I will dedicate at least a little bit of time to watch that film from start to finish every Christmas morning. And I have for the past like five or six years. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, I just, I love that movie. I think it's a fantastic film. I love the aesthetic. I love the time frame. Like back in the, what is it like 1950s or 40s or whatever 50s. it takes place? Like uh, 50s, that's what I thought. But I just love the environment, love the aesthetic, love the characters. Everything about it is just it makes me feel just warm inside when I watch it. And I don't say that about a lot of films, you know what I mean? And so. shout out to A Christmas Story Christmas because that movie surprised the living hell out of me. That's a worthy follow-up. I, I think that's a sequel that works. It's, it's really Is it better good. than the sequel with Daniel Stern? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little wee bit. A little bit better. It's really good. It, it's got a lot of the nostalgia from the first movie. It's It's just, it's real wholesome and like, it's got a lot it feels of the same like characters a Christmas story. and stuff too. Yeah, it does. It's it got does. Billingsley, the mom. So that's a that's a plus. It's got Billingsley back. That's right. And his 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 boy Vince Vaughn produced it. Or he's one of the producers. What would you get for a six year old boy who chronically wets his bed? But yeah, okay. So now I just kinda wanna turn the attention to lesser known Christmas movies. And uh just I figured we could all go around Robin as usual, and recommend a lesser-known movie, maybe something that no one's ever heard of or seen before. I mean, obviously, I'll be honored to kick this off. Uh, this is always my go-to recommendation for people that are all that are asking, like, oh, what's a good Christmas movie? Better watch out. If you've never seen Better Watch Out, the less you know going into it, the better. Better Watch Out is... I can't even really tell you what kind of a movie it is without spoiling it because it's just a movie that's uh how would I describe Better Watch Out really quick without spoilers um I, I, I really can't you know um mm. just better watch it yeah just watch it it's all I can really say there's I know it's on a lot of platforms out there um or you can rent it trust me 399 
for 24 hours or whatever it is, just, it's worth it. Just, I mean, yeah, I'm not. I refuse to speak up on, speak on the movie anymore because I don't want to give anything away about the movie. Uh, I, I know I, te- I texted you a couple nights ago or whatever, Corey, asking you if you've ever seen it, and you said no to my surprise. It came out about five years ago. It's an Australian movie. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's got... It's got American. It's got Virginia Madsen, Patrick Warborough. How do you pronounce his name? Warburton. Warburton. Thank you. Uh, they play parents of this kid, and stuff happens. So it takes place on Christmas. So, uh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Better watch out. Check it out. Uh, and if you know, you know. So, uh, Corey, you have anything you want to recommend that maybe well- myself or no one else listening have heard of? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's been somewhat heard of. My first one I was going to recommend was actually uh, Black Christmas, just because that is one of my favorite slashers. And like I said, I just love the fact that the guy who did Christmas Story directed that as well. Yeah, it's, it's a great uh, trivia bit. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I love Black Christmas. It, you know, it came out pre-Halloween, before all the 80s slasher fads, and it just did it right. And it, I just love the whole premise of a sorority house. I just love you. Aesthetic. Say that like Carpenter did something wrong with Halloween a few years later. No, but it's like pre, like there's kind of like, <laughs> you know, it's like pre-Halloween and post-Halloween. Balls. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, I think Halloween's superior, but uh, I still love Black Christmas. But uh, I'll throw another one out there that I always watch. Uh, I haven't watched it yet this year, but I'll definitely do it. And that's uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, I just love that movie. I mean, anybody who doesn't know it's a Shane Black yes. film. Every Shane Black film usually is set around Christmas, pretty much. Every movie of um, his is. So it's a buddy cop, basically, Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer, uh, around L.A. trying to solve a crime. And I just love the movie to death. I mean, it's just Shane Black in top peak form. Uh, you know, I miss the hell out of Val Kilmer, so I, I love flashing back to that just before... Uh, all his medical stuff happened. Uh, Robert Downey, I was like, kind of. Uh, you do know right he's still with comeback. us, right? I understand that, but he's not. <laughs> he's not going to be acting. It. He's not going to be leading any film. He can't talk. He, can't he was in speak. Maverick. I mean, he. Spoiler say, alert! He was speak. in Top Gun Maverick this past and year. And he fucking died right after. Whoa! So with the with, spoilers, with, dude. But that's not his. But that's not his voice in the movie, though. But anyway, sorry for the spoilers. Just, just <laughs> joking, jeez. Uh, but I understand he's still alive. I, I watched his documentary. I fucking love Val. But he's not going to be in any more movies, really. I mean, other than like a cameo or bit part, he's not going to be starring in anything like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You ain't going to see a Kiss Kiss Bang Bang 2 Psst. with him and Robert Downey. It was uh, a joke, around. howdy. Anyway, so I love that <laughs> movie. Uh, so anybody who hasn't checked it out, it fun times kiss kiss bang bang I, I second that I, I'm a big fan of that movie as well it's like a modern day neo-noir Christmas Eve I guess with yeah. uh it was part of Robert Downey Jr.'s grand comeback in the mid aughts so yep yeah. right at the beginning right before Iron Man yep mm-hmm. alright uh Jocelyn what, what do you got for us uh, so my, a lot of people haven't heard of this movie. I don't know if you guys have, but um, it's honestly my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Um, I, it's The Family Stone. Oh, yeah. With, um, with uh, what's her face? Diane Not Keaton. Diane. Oh, Diane Keaton, and... yeah, but uh, 
Craig T. Uh, Nelson. Yeah. No, Mean Sarah Girls. Jessica What's her name? Um, Rachel, Rachel McAdams. McAdams. Thank you. Yeah, Luke Wilson, Claire Danes, Dilla, uh, is Dermot it, is it Tom ever Scott in that movie too? Or well, maybe I'm thinking of something else that has him in it that's like similar. I probably am. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't see him listed. Yeah. Might be something else. Um, but I, I love this movie. I, I, it's one movie that I can't go without watching. Um, actually, like after the kids go to bed on Christmas, Greg and I usually sit down and we'll watch this together and we watch Four Christmases together. That's like our, <laughs> our Christmas tradition for just the two of us. But, um, I love this movie. Um, it's just, you know, it's the family coming together. Um, you know, you learn that, yeah, Diane Keaton had had a battle with cancer and and it's just the whole dynamic of the family. Um, it's 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 a good movie. It's funny, but then it's also really sad. Um, I always feel like it's like I get my good crying every <laughs> Christmas watching this movie. Um, but it, it's it's great i i just love it it like andrew said earlier it's like one of those movies that gives me like that warm fuzzy feeling inside watching it you know it's it's just like a yeah it is and it's just one of those movies that i love to watch every single year um and it's i it's honestly become my favorite christmas movie ever so i'm really looking forward to watching it this year but a lot of people haven't heard of it, too. So it's, you know, my way of just getting it out there. All right, nice. Uh, Justin, do you have any recommendations for us? Mm, I kind of struggled with this because I've just assumed that all the the good Christmas movies everybody knows already for the most part. Um, so I have one that, like Corey said, there's some movies that are set around Christmas that kind of get lumped in with Christmas movies. And that's... The one that I have is one of those kind of movies. It's not about Christmas, but it, it takes place during that season. Much, much of the movie does. Um, it's Todd Haynes' Carol, starring uh, Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara. Um, set during, I want to say, the 50s or early 60s. And um, Kate Blanchett's character is like this rich woman. Um, I forget. I think... You know, she's living off her husband's wealth, I believe. Um, And Rooney Mara works in a department store and wants to be a photographer. And they meet and, like, end up falling in love and, like, having to hide, you know, it it being the time it was, they had to hide the fact that they were having this relationship. Um, But it just, you know, like I said, a lot of it takes place during the holidays and being from Baltimore, I can't remember a time where it snowed on Christmas, but I remember a lots of like raining during Christmas. Yep. And this movie kind of like evokes that feeling. So in a weird way, even though it's not technically a Christmas movie, it, it feels like some of the Baltimore Christmases I've experienced. <laughs> like, raining oh, yeah. just, just that. Yep. Yeah. Just that vibe. And, uh, it's, it's kind of fun to watch it that way. So, um, if you haven't seen it, check that one out. You know, it's funny. It's not Christmas related, but well, it's holidays related. Um, the other last week, I watched Home for the Holidays for the first time in a long time. And I just yeah. randomly thought about the movie uh, a few weeks back, and I remember that Shout Factory put out a Blu-ray, so I ordered it. It was like fifteen bucks or something like that, and I, I grabbed it. 
and you know I watched it and dude it, it's such a fucking Baltimore movie through and through oh yeah. my god it just reminded me of spending Thanksgiving with my grandparents at their house down in Dundalk as a child like and the family getting together you got like the in-law uh, not the in-laws but like you got like the the husband the married in you know relatives who just like hate the brothers and shit it's just the movie just it is so Baltimore oh my god and I think that's why I gave it four stars out of five on my letterbox after it was done because I just loved it so much I kind of wanted to watch it over again after it ended but yeah yeah see that's one if you consider that a holiday movie that's one that like because I watched it earlier this year, like because I hadn't seen it in a long time. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot all about this movie. It's not a great movie, but I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Like mostly from like recognizing all the Baltimore locations in it. But um, yeah, I was gonna say if you're from Baltimore, like I feel like you'll enjoy it. Because yeah, of that. it's definitely it's <laughs> like it speaks to me, you know. Yeah. Like there's so much lingo and so much going on in that movie. I'm like, oh my fucking god, this is such a Baltimore movie. And, and and to think that it was directed by Jodie Foster of all people, who is like oh, who I is like yeah. the furthest thing from Baltimore you can think of. <laughs> but still, it's 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 a great movie, and just wanted to mention it. And holy shit, never in my life have I ever looked at Holly Hunter before and thought, God damn, she looks good. But in that movie, I was <laughs> sitting here the other day saying, I never thought that fucking Holly Hunter was a looker. Holy shit. She's adorable in that movie throughout. But anyway, yeah, I digress. Uh, who we leave out? Uh, Andrew? Lesser known films for Christmas? Uh, a movie that, of course, I've never seen. Yes! Well, I feel like it's One more for the year. <laughs> no what do you got for us? <laughs> so, fucking Jim Varney used to portray this dude named Ernest back in the day. <laughs> I mean, like, all the time. Ernest P. Warhol, yeah. right? So, <clears throat> Ernest Saves Christmas. It's a 1988 American Christmas. You've never seen Ernest Saves Christmas? It's directed. What? I've seen a lot of Ernest. I've seen Ernest do types of shit that I didn't even realize he was doing. <laughs> he did a lot. Okay? This dude is not qualified to do most of the damn things. Yeah. Like, there's, Ernest is not qualified to do most of the things he does, but here he is saving Christmas, apparently, because... It is directed by John Cherry. It features obviously <laughs> Ernest, portrayed by Jim Varney, obviously. as he attempts to help find it. a replacement for an aging Santa Claus. Aging Santa Claus? I didn't. I I am realizing this in real time. I didn't read. I didn't read this before coming on this Tell podcast. Burn. But apparently that's 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 <laughs> apparently that's the fucking. <laughs> plot of it uh more importantly it's a 6.5 million budget paid 28 million somebody 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 was somebody was not disappointed in this i can't imagine i'd be the most diehard fan of it but it is definitely a lesser known film i disagree and it, i it, love Ernest. yeah Ernest is great and it really it the cast has a guy named Robert Lesser in it for Christ's sake so <laughs> thank you for pointing that that's out gonna, that's Thank you. <laughs> it was filmed. It was filmed in Orlando. Yeah, Florida. I'm sure it was. And it looked it looked great on film. <laughs> it's a, the reception says the film was not a critical. No, it success. wasn't. All right, wasn't. so that's about it. it wasn't but up for it, the it awards. DVDs and flew off store shelves. So no doubt well, about us it. Us and the late Jim Varney both thank you for your contribution and recommendation. 
to say R.I.P. Jim Vardy. I, I fucking miss Ernest. I used to love all the Slinky Ernest Dog. movies when I was a kid. And Slinky Dog. Slinky Dog. And Beverly Hillbillies. That was, I did, that I was did. better than I remembered. It I is, dude, it is. Oh my god, it is. That movie's so fucking funny in moments. It, like, I laughed harder than I should have when I watched it a, f- a couple years back. That That's an underrated comedy, yeah, I, dude. Thank you for mentioning that, Corey. I forgot about that for a second. I didn't even pick up on the fact that he was Slinky Dog until I was reading through his Wikipedia. Yeah, the voice so. of Slinky Dog in Toy Story 2. It's his last role. The more you know. Yeah, check that off with the, the, the more you know. Alright, well, this is the part of the episode that um, I don't have anything for you guys right now because it's all recorded messages that people are sending me. It's Christmas time, Ashley. It is! And we are here to give a special greetings and messages to the wonderful folks over at the Film Effect Podcast. That's right. Ho, 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 baby! Do you have any Christmas songs to sing to the wonderful folks at Film Effect a film fest. Yeah. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I didn't know I was. I wasn't. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. Let's go. Let's look at the show. We're riding in a wonderland of snow. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up. It's grand. Just holding your hand. These wonderful things are the things we remember all through our lives. That isn't the way this song goes, but that's how I'm singing it. <laughs> that's all beautiful. I got. No, it wasn't. I'm sorry you guys had to witness and be a part of something so horrendous. Oh, we're there to love that, so thank you uh, again. We're, we're from Cinema Recall. Just want to wish you a very, very, very Christmas. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey guys, this is Carlo. And I'm Gomer. And we want to wish the gang at Film Effect a very Merry Christmas. We've known each other for a while, and this year I even had the chance to be on the show twice. That's when I finally met Gomer. That's when you met me. So here's hoping that the new year is full of lots of good stuff for all of you. Great films to give the Film Effect. And lots of rabbit to eat. Uh, yes, uh, rabbit. Anyway, we look forward to listening more of you and hanging out more with all of you. Merry Christmas, Christmas, gang! gang. You ruined it. I'm sorry. You always win everything. I'm sorry. Hey, Film Effect crew. This is Ryan from Soundtrack Your Life, and I just wanted to wish you guys happy holidays and a happy new year. I'm really looking forward to what you guys have planned in 2023, and hopefully we'll get together for collaboration as well. Warms the cockles of my heart. Thank you. Appreciate it. Many appreciations. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Honestly, thank you all so much for your messages. Um, yeah, and, and we share the same. Um, you know, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all that jazz. Uh, but yeah, like all good things, we have reached the end of a program, but chin up because we still have a few new episodes left in the tank before the year comes to a close. That's right. Brand new episodes on Gremlins, Gremlins 2, and Snowpiercer are coming throughout the final week of the year. You can check them all out, along with all 131 of our previous episodes from the archive on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, Podbean, Breaker, Stitcher, or any other platform out there that I don't know about. Also, make sure you're following us on either Twitter or Facebook because we've got lots of awesome specials and various other content coming within the next several months. 
So you definitely want to make sure you're in the know as information drops on all of those. And all we want for Christmas is your five-star ratings and reviews because they help us out with battling the almighty algorithm. I don't know. It would be a lot cooler if you did. Next week, we're wrapping up the new year. I'm sorry. We're wrapping up the year with a Film Effect Favorites episode on New Year's Eve that will feature the five of us counting down our personal favorite films of 2022. It's going to be one of my favorite episodes of the year because I love countdowns and talking about the best films of the year like I, I love a good end of the year list so kind of curious and anticipating hearing the four of yours so yeah I want to thank everyone listening but no I, I, I want to thank you guys the four of you once more for all you do and everything you bring to the show each and every week and thanks to all of our listeners for listening to us each and every week putting up with our shit we love you all and hope everyone has a very happy holiday season and to you four i love you guys and hope you all have a merry christmas and happy new year so until we wrap up 2022 with our film effect favorites episode i'm ed i'm jocelyn i'm andrew i'm justin and i'm Corey. and that's the end of a film effect christmas la 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 shout out to ernest for saving christmas Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, happy holidays. See y'all later. Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And a happy new year.